0: Louder! This is The Machine Shop, hosted by Bobby Amo. Everybody, welcome to another episode of another episode of the machine shop. I am your host, The Killing Machine or Bobby Amon, as everybody knows from Gore Moore podcast. And today, we are going to talk about weathering techniques, some upcoming shows and other th- things I've been working on. So, we're going to get right into it. Oh, an episode or a few episodes ago, I was talking about weathering techniques and using, you know, natural things like dirt and literally everything that you had that you could use well i've changed my weathering technique a little bit and so we're going to talk about that now so lately i've been working on i've had a new jason but i didn't like how it looked with the shirt i didn't use what i was using now so i'm going to show you what um that i have now for the new jason and we're i'm going to tell you how i weathered it because it's different than what i've done it's a new shirt, and as you can see, it looks like it's been through the ringer. It's got the holes. It's got the blood stains. It looks like it's got oil. It's got all the dirt and grime you could possibly think of that Jason would have on his shirt. So this is not the original shirt. The original shirt was a tan shirt, and, and I believe it was made by Wrangler, too. But then I went and bought this. This, this is a Wrangler Riggs workwear work shirt. And it's actually flame retardant, so it was actually hard to get some of these little burns that you could see. If I could zoom in, it's a little black above here and there. It it took quite a few times for it to actually burn. So, But once it got through there, it, it came out pretty nicely, surprisingly so and then you can see up here we got like blood and everything that's all just makeup so far i haven't put a little blood treatment on this yet but like you know i say it all the time use natural weathering but as i've learned through uber i forget his name unfortunately so please forgive me um there's a lot of things one of them everybody knows the other one i'm not sure if you know many people know but we're going to discuss them both so How did I do this? So the YouTube channel that I found it from, once again, I cannot remember the name. He did two things. He used a dye and something else. I'm gonna show you the dye first. and We can buy this dye um, anywhere. It's RIT. RIT dye, I used a navy blue. I was looking for a black, but this is what they had. But if you're using it on a gray shirt, it's nearly going to be a big difference whether it's navy blue or black because you already have a gray shirt. So it's already going to do that. And what I did was I took a paintbrush, I poured it in a cup, mix it up a little bit, and just literally blotched it all over the place. So if you could look, you could see here, you know, the actual color of the shirt. And most of this is the dye. I've never done that before. This was the first time I did it, I got to say, this really gave it the distressed look that I was looking for. Like he's worn this forever, even in certain spots, it even gave it this like white little residue. I'm not really sure why it wasn't there when I did it initially, but after it dried for a day in certain spots, it did that. So I literally did that all over the shirt. So for into to weather, whether it's a white shirt or or any type of shirt, get get yourself some uh, dye. You can use this on clothing, and you can find it at Walmart, or you can find it probably, you know, like Target. Any place that has a craft section, or like Hobby Lobby, AC Moore, Michaels, anywhere you can find it. Excuse me. Buy it. Especially if you're looking for a certain color. It's worked wonders for me. I maybe have used half the bottle. I use it sparingly, but I use it a lot. Imagine how I did that. And if you look kind of closely, I'll show you a spot here. Like right here, it's probably tough to see, but it's a little brown. And there's little bits and pieces of brown spots on here. That is not dirt. That is actually wood finish. This right here. Sorry if it's a little glare. Bring it back a little. It's min wax wood finish. I didn't know you could use this. I found this out through him. And I gotta tell you, especially if you want it to have the natural look without literally running it through the dirt or like it's been sitting. I literally covered this thing in it. Now it's got a little bit of a um oily finish to it so if you're not comfortable with that you know don't be afraid it is what it is but you don't have to but if you you know it's kind of hard to tell but if you look you could see there's kind of some brown brownish hint to it except for around where the holes are there's a lot of brown hint to it and the wood finish was perfect for it once again it took the same brush and just dipped it in and there are, you can use different grades this one didn't really have a grade. this is a, actually no sorry this is a semi semi-transparent red mahogany now you can use lighter if you don't want it to be too dark or you could go darker it all depends on what you want but all you really need is a can this big and that's about it and just a few paint brushes i was so happy with what I learned with this, that this is probably the best weathering job that I ever did. And I think it's it's perfect for what I have for upcoming shows and for the Jason itself. So those are the two techniques that I learned how to use. And so once again, I'll put these up here. If you can see, sorry for the glare, here we go. Rit dye and min-max wood finish there's tons of different wood finishes out there that you could use and all that. And literally when you're doing it, go to Hobby Lobby or a Michaels and get yourself a paintbrush pack. And you could get it for five, 10 bucks. Even it doesn't have to be anything expensive. Plus you don't want to do that for stuff like this. That's, you know, get the cheap stuff that you could use or something that's at least usable. Don't be too cheap, but don't be spending money on expensive brushes just to paint this stuff. Remember, do within your budget but of these two especially if you're going to make something look dirty i recommend doing this i it was a wonderful technique and then also as you can tell i'm sure if you look at the holes that's all just makeup that's a, a bruise wheel so around halloween time or you know from any makeup company mayron is what i use they have a bruise wheel and I do not have one on me, but they have like a black, green, yellow, red. And then on another one, they have like a tan color in there. I, a paintbrush, a thin paintbrush. And I painted around the holes just to kind of make them stand out a little bit more. I didn't want it to kind of blend in. Plus there's a lot of white stitching. You know, is here again I'll show you. Here right, on the original color of it before I paint there's a lot of white stitching. On the front, now you can kind of tell the white stitching, I've gone over it a few times. It still needs a little more. That's also because I, I don't want it to have that look of white stitching because it's meant to be distressed. So I you can take your paintbrush for the dot. And the bruise wheel, and you can you know paint it and all, and just go through and get it. It's it can be tedious, but when the results are done, it looks phenomenal. Like I said, I think this is one of the best ones I've done. So for those who see this um, techniques and use them, a bruise wheel is perfect. You can also use when using the bruise wheel, uh, stipple brushes. A stipple brush is. It's, it's like a brush it's about this big and it's cut into rectangles or squares it's good for using get areas it's almost like bob ross you're blotching it basically so you take your piece of makeup or any one of your liquids whatever you're using and you blotch it it also helps it spread out more whereas with a paintbrush i've learned it, it tends to stay in that area because the paintbrush loses um loses the liquid or the makeup quicker especially if it's dry you're going on a dry surface well especially when it clothes i should say which is all that i've ever used so you know those are good to get and you know again talking some techniques also some products to use like i said i use mayron so i've used their latex, their skin-colored latex, and and right now I'm using their uh, clear color. Both are great to have. The skin color is good for if you got to do anything to your skin because then you can blend. It doesn't have to necessarily be the same color, but you'd be able to blend it in a lot easier. Even the clear one works good, but you still got to give it a little blend. Once again, for that, you can literally use tissue paper, your toilet paper tissue, and put a little on and you put and let it dry. And then you you pick at it, whatever you got to do for it. I've even done that for Jason because sometimes when I would have the holes here, I would make a shirt underneath so I could put a piece of makeup somewhere wherever it was needed and paint it to the color of the hood that I have or whatever color it should be because it was meant to be the rotting or it's not meant to look normal, I've done that a hundred times, this time however I'm not, I'm doing it a little differently. So their latex is great, their bruise wheels are great, and then another thing I'm going to recommend also for when it comes to makeup is wax paper. Wax paper can be bought in any food stores, It's, it's got a little thickness to it, but it's also got some durability, it takes a little bit more effort to rip it. But if you're making like a makeup appliance to say put on your arm or your face or something else, it's a good basis to get it drawn. Like, you know, I say drawn out, but you're not really drawing it. But it's a good basis to have when you want to, say, sculpt something or you want to use it because then you don't have to sit here and poke and prod at your, you know, your face or your arm while you're trying to make, you put on the wax paper. And you do it there because you can peel it off after, or you could even leave it on there. It's another good protector. So you can find wax paper at um, like I said, ShopRite, Stop and Shop, anywhere you buy food pretty much. Just go down the baking aisle. That's where it is. And then another technique that I've used, <clears throat> excuse me, over time time although this one was not done by me this was done by a buddy of mine uh his name is lance and his company is called masks by lance he in here on the masks if you could see it looks a little burnt same thing i think i've talked about this before but i'll brush up on it again same thing here literally burn, burn whatever you're looking for burn the clothes it, you know it's Simple. All you need is a lighter. One of those, um, one of those, uh, forgive me for those grill lighters. Use one of those and just let it burn until it goes. Like I said, this shirt was flame flame retardant. So it took a little bit to get through it, but once it got through, you rip it just a hair more, it it came out perfect. So I've used all of those techniques on this alone And then there's another one that I learned that's actually not for Jason, but it's for something else. So now we're gonna kind of get into the cosplays I'm working on. Right now it's the Jason, but with newer stuff to it. And then probably after this Jason, I'm not gonna do more for a while with him. Eventually also I'm getting a new Michael suit. I have a mask by masks by Lance that I sent off to him to do a redo of. If you could see. On my left corner here, that Halloween Ends mask, right here. I had two of them. I sent one off to him to get a rehaul. I told him he said, don't make it kind of look like ends, although it will, but like, like, you know, let it do a little something different to it and make, you know, like Michael. So I have that coming. So I want to do my own version. And then the other one that I'm doing, I will not bring the prop over here, but I will show you and it's something I think most people know, Ghostbusters. This is a Ghostbusters 2 patch. I am going to be doing a Ghostbuster for the March Monster Mania that's coming up now in about a little under a month. Or no, a little over a month. And I've always been a huge Ghostbusters fan. If you pay, if you go back a few, more than a few episodes, uh, me and John Drains, Drain Sack, also a host of the Goremore podcast, along with me and Chad Chrisman and Lord Scuba Capra, uh, we t- talked about some Ghostbuster um, props. Now, I'm thinking of doing an episode with the Hasbro pack, which is what I got. I backed the Hasbro pack last year to 2020, or now two years ago, 2021, and it came. Uh, about three weeks ago and yes it's a toy no i did not build the prop i do eventually want to build my own i know there's been i don't want to say controversy but already if you look into the world of it oh we built this we built that look it is a toy but with a l- some minor things that you you can do to it to make it a little more real it's pretty real i'm going to talk about one now now and Adam Savage is actually the one who did a video on this and I know I'm going to change the ribbon cable I already have a new v-hook coming um, eventually put some metal parts in it and what he also in his ring technique of the pack which I thought was interesting he used streaks and tips hair color to weather it And the reason why he said, because he he worked in film, the reason why he said is because this is high heat and it works well. Although he said the only drawback is it kind of turns to a powder. So it's not um, the greatest, but it works because it gives it that dirty texture. Which, for those who don't know, the Hasbro pack is actually the afterlife uh, proton pack. But, you know, I know people have been converting them. To have OG ones or to have a Ghostbusters 2, which is basically the same thing except for the ribbon cable and a couple of other things. But but I just want mine to look like a pro pack. And it is for because it's made out of plastic, it it is very shiny. And you can see it pretty much all over the place. But it's really not bad what anybody is saying. It, it's a well-made pack. Had they make money on it, I'm not really sure. But us fans, it's beautiful. So I he used it because he was doing it like from far away, and I looked it up and found this on Amazon. Uh, the company, this is not Streaks and Tips, though. This is a different company, and it's called Red Beauty. It says Reds up here, not the rock band. And you could find it on Amazon. I literally typed in, how I found it, actually, is I typed in, Streaks and tips, uh, black hair color, and this is what came up. I bought two cans, and I bought the one with the precision nozzle. That's what it says, at least. So um, it's another good technique that I have not used, but I'm going to try because we all all have to, you know, learn things. So I'm curious as to how it's going to make the proton pack look in person on the video he did. If you go look it up, it, it definitely came out uh, wonderful, but I'm also probably eventually going to get some black matte spray paint and sh- 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 in certain spots. Eventually, I also want to put a new speaker in there. That's a whole nother conversation. I think I'll get my buddy John Drain's sack on here, and we can talk about that as well. So as far as we- those weathering techniques, that's all new to me. So for those who watch this, use them utilize them. Yes, I am all for the natural. We've been over that, I don't know how many times, but if you can find things that you wouldn't necessarily think that can work, like I learned from someone else, use it. It's, it's perfect. And also though, real quick, these are within a budget. These can, you have a hundred dollars and you need something. This right here is, I think I paid maybe 10 bucks, 15 bucks. I could be lowballing. I'm not, I don't f- remember. But, but I know it was no more than $20 because if it was, I wouldn't have bought it just because that's a little ridiculous for the size can. And same thing with this. I think this was the most $10. And so it's probably less than that. So if you need something within a budget, do that. I know that was on another episode that I talked about, but now that I have something to show you, go buy it. Go buy it. And buy it for any one of your cosplays or for any matter, anything you are using where you need some weathering. And like I said, it's a Ghostbusters two patch. I love the first movie. I love the second movie, but the Ghostbusters two patch for me. Yeah. I just, I like it. I, I love the idea of it. So, and then for that cosplay, I just ordered the, um, the suit today and real quick for anybody who's got to find one right now the tan version of the one i bought is out of stock it'll be back in stock maybe within the month it, it was true spec flight suit and all the tan ones were out so for anybody who's if you have seen ghostbusters 2 at one point they're like a gray back suit that they wear in the montage so I'm going to utilize that and make it my own about is making it your own and making it true to the character. So I have that coming up, Jason and Michael. Those are Michael. I really haven't worked on the man sent out. I need a new suit, but that's going to have to wait. It's not being ready for anything at the moment, but it will be after March. So April that's when I'll start getting that together because I want it ready for October of this year. So cosplay-wise, that's what's going on, but I, I have an idea to use for an original character. I'm not gonna reveal anything about it yet because it hasn't come to fruition uh, just yet. It, you know, it, I've always wanted to do something a little more original. I love these characters I'm doing, especially the Ghostbusters one finally in Jason. But I wanted something that's, I guess I could say, me. I, you know, I want something that's different. Something that could be used all the time. Something that, you know, I would use all the time. So, that one's coming a little later down the line. And then, for the Jason, this is the mask I'll be using. I used a different one for a shoot uh, in October. just needed to use a different one at the time. So, but... As far as cosplays, that's what's going on now. Uh, And both cosplays of Jason and the Ghostbuster will be at one of the first shows I'm doing this year, uh, Monster Mania, in March. So Friday, I'll be getting there, hopefully to see anybody who has been watching this. Hopefully to see all of you there, please come say hello and take a picture. Uh, Saturday, we'll start off with me and my girlfriend, she wants to be the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, so she found a suit, and I'm going to be the Ghostbuster, and then I'm going to transfer over to Jason for probably the better part of the, the afternoon, so I'll be doing that for, for March. Uh, Cree Feature is the following weekend. Uh, I may be going to that just for, for one day. I honestly haven't decided yet, so I know and a few others are going to be there, so we'll see. That's just going to be another day. and. And then Chiller Theater in April is also up in the air. Uh, the Mania in August is going to be definite. And the NJ HorrorCon, that's going to be after that. <clears throat> Excuse me, which usually happens in September. That's going to be coming. And I'm going to probably do again at that time Michael and the Ghostbuster, or just Michael or Ghostbuster, whatever will fit for the time you know or whatever will be easiest to, to transport we'll go with that. So but those are the cosplays I have coming up and the weathering techniques as well. But also so one thing um I will bring up with the Hasbro pack also is uh, it's got its own little idiosyncrasies. I've watched the feels on homemade proton packs and all of that. Yeah, there are things that I guess I could say not necessarily say wrong with it, but people need to understand it's a toy, and one of them is the rubber inserts for, for uh, wires and all that. People have been changing them to real ones, especially um, where they connect, and you can. You can go find all of that at GB Fans, or you can find them on Etsy. It's everywhere. It's not like you can't find it, you know, so... but. It's it's a great pack that was made by a company, not one that was made in someone's basement. Which is nothing wrong with that, you know. But those go for fifteen to two thousand so dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars or two thousand dollars. This went for for six hundred dollars if you include the spangler wand, which hooks into it. So if you include that, about six hundred dollars. You're not going to get that anywhere else. But I'm excited. I've been wanting to do a Ghostbuster for a long time, but never had a pack never had any of that. So now it's coming to fruition. So I'm probably the most excited about that and the new Jason, because I think this is probably the best weathering job I've done. It hasn't of Jason goes to hell. Jason X in there. Hmm. Shocker. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that's, that's literally about it for this one. But I'm going to go on about a few other things. I know I had, a, it's been a little bit since we've had an episode. So, pretty much the layout what's going to be now is probably about an episode a month at minimum, uh, whether it is bringing up cosplays or having someone else on. I'm going to start looking at a couple of the guests. People that I know to have on for the rest of the year, as well as at least having another show a month as well. And then also for another one, the Gore More Podcast, which is on Mondays at 6 30 p.m. We have a banger of a schedule for you guys. It is going to be awesome. Like, please tune in live on Facebook and YouTube at 6 30 p.m. for myself, Chad, and Steve, don't, don't don't miss them. And we're also doing a review of all the Friday the 13th movies throughout the year. So please tune into that. It's one Friday a month. And in other words, I mean one Friday movie a month, not one Friday. So we're going to be doing that as well. So a little bit of advertising with that. But um, also, when it comes to the Ghostbusters, suits again kind of selling out in the tan when you're going to get the patches make sure they're iron on ones this one is an iron on and also for the suits up here on the suit there's a velcro piece hold on one second and i'll show you what i mean i had a name patch my girlfriend had a name patch done for me don't mind the noise i'm making all the noise in the world right now and another little cosplay technique see i have more that's what happens when i rush myself where did it go ah oh, dang it all right anyway sorry about that so one cosplay technique if you want something to hold on and you need velcro go to the store they sell little velcro strips probably about that will get them bigger too just put it on the back of whatever it is you need to Velcro and use it. You can, because they also stick well to clothing. I've used them. You can use those, especially for name patches and also for these, unless they're already um, the iron on. This, like I said, this one is, but the name tag is not. So, iron on patches, the Velcro is your best friend. <laughs> we'll finish, cloth dyes. Everything. So, again, if you want to find some of this stuff, again, easy. The writ dye, you can find it at Walmart. The wood finish, which is actually, I also found it at Walmart, but you can find it at Home Depot or Lowe's or your hardware store, and you can find it in lighter colors or darker colors. So, use that. For the latex, I talked about that I used, um, Mayron, use the skin colored. Latex, the clear coat, use the bruise wheel from them. And then the other thing that I also use is is vampire blood. You can find that on Amazon. It might say Spirit Halloween on it or anything like that. You can use that and all of that fun stuff. Wrangler shirts, that's what I also use. But again, when it comes to you, you wanting to weather stuff, it's all about how you want it to look. Use the natural stuff, but don't be afraid to try something else either, like me. This one, I, I said it a million times, this one helped a lot. So that's that's actually gonna be about it for this episode. It's a short one, but that's okay. So, again, weathering techniques, use whatever you can. So that's going to be about it for this episode i am your host bobby emmore or the killing machine be sure to check out this show at ProjectLouder.net, and you also have big bad beetle bros the gore more podcast uh, a rabbit hole has just come back for a reason with tj bowser and mick strong along with plenty of other shows that we have had going on now for about five years almost six years so Go over to our Facebook account, get on our website, listen to these shows, give us those listens, and if you have any questions, you can always message us. So I am your host, Bobby Amone, for the Machine Shop. So stay tuned. Next month we'll be back with another show, and keep it and keep killing it, people. Have a good day.